the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, West Central Florida. What's up? What's up? Are you down? (laughs) Down means up. Bill Bunkley here. Glad to have you with us back this afternoon and uh, yet... Another day as we are marching forth, and we are marching forth for those of us who know know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we are walking together this day with him. Amen? Amen. How you doing? I know that uh, by now you, you got uh, different things with different people that, um, quite frankly, are a little bit dominant in your life. Some of you are probably a little impatient today. Well, I tell you what, God's, God's going to be teaching you a lot more about patience in the days ahead. Some of you have some anxiety today. And uh, you didn't have it yesterday, but you have it today. But you know, the Word of God, Scripture, has so much to say about anxiety. It's time to... To, to look up that scripture, get on your knees, and pray the scriptures, a lot of psalms, pray it back to the Lord. Ask him to supernaturally take that anxiety away. <clears throat> Ask him to give you that patience. And, of course, there's concern. There's concern about our finances. There's concern about food. There's concern about our kids. And uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are before us. What a novel opportunity for us to put our faith into action. And you know what our number one step of faith is? Come on. Come on. Anybody out there? Trust. Trust in the Lord Jesus. Think of the person in your life physically that you can think back on that you trusted the most. It might be a dad. It might be a mom. And by the way, you may have 
had a, a difficult situation growing up. You may have had an ugly situation. You may have had a very inappropriate situation growing up. I get that. But who can you point to in your life that you really knew had your back? Really knew that if you told them something of a very personal nature, it would stay personal. Well, now we can put our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. For those of us that are veteran Christians, how many times have I said, I put my trust in you, Lord? Well, words do matter, but words sometimes can be a little shallow. Amen? And so this afternoon as we begin our time together, reminding you that I am here for you. We are here for you. The Salem Radio Network, as well as all of our resources with Salem, you know, we have Town Hall, Crosswalk, all of those, uh, most of the websites that you're probably visiting from a conservative or a Christian worldview, they are part of our Salem umbrella with Salem Media. And um, the number one thing that I want to do is to encourage you in the Lord each and every day. Now, we'll talk about some of the issues of the day. They are concerning. We do have some concerning issues today. In fact, there is uh, there's some dangerous issues. Not with us, but um, we have hospitals deciding how they're going to decide, well, who gets a ventilator and who doesn't. Mm. Ethics. The right to life. Euthanasia. When we are now learning that where these numbers are going to go, hospitals will be at their max plus. We anticipate intensive care units will be at the max plus. Emergency rooms. I want to tell you, we're also going to talk about a Pew Research study. People are coming back to God. People are rediscovering God already just in the few days that we've been hunkering down. And I want to ask you, where are you at in your personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Not just you, you've attended church for 50 years, you go through the routine, you send your tie check in, you know, all the, th- you know, we, we, we can play church pretty well, but we're beyond playing church right now, amen? We are beyond playing church. This is what, if you're a veteran Christian, this is what you and I have trained for. We, we've studied all of our lives. We, we know the book of Daniel. We know the book of the Revelation. And you and I have been training for the time that when our, our very pleasurable life, very comfortable life here in the United States of America, a country that was birthed on the Word of God, birthed on uh, on Christian principles, we are now at a point 
where God is saying to you and I, you are my ambassadors. You are the folks that are being looked upon as my followers. You are now called, maybe some of you thought you were in reserves. Maybe some of you thought you were in the secret service, you know, the secret service of Christians that you don't want to let anybody know what your mission is or what you're up to. You know, we're all called out of all of the corners, all the resource, all of the recesses. Your country needs you. Your world needs you. We must trust God in these times, and if we, we're going to have those moments where we're, where we're prone to pity, to pity ourselves, to pity this country, to pity the world. Um, you know, we don't have time to pity. We don't have time to pity. We are now faced with the reality that we have a lot of people who are going to be stepping into eternity. You and I are going to step into eternity. The time for you and I to step into eternity is already set. I don't know when it is. I don't know how it's going to come about. I thought I was close to it a few months ago. But I tell you that there's no doubt in my mind that that my journey, my life or death journey, even to this moment with leukemia. Can you imagine if I didn't have Christ today? Can you imagine that as I would process the news reports and find out that for me to live, my expert team at the Moffitt Cancer Center has to suppress my immune system? Can you imagine if I did not have the relationship with Jesus Christ that I have? Can you imagine how fearful I would be because I'm basically on the top of the list? I'm at most risk. I don't have diabetes. I don't have a heart condition. I don't have a lung condition. But I've got an immune system that apart from God, would be all, all on its own. Should I, just, should I just get something from Amazon? Even though I put gloves on, cut the box away, but I, I pick something, a toothpaste or something from Amazon, and I got one little molecule, and it finds itself inside of me. And now, from the world standard, I'm in big trouble. But, you know, because God has taught me so much, I can have the joy of the Lord. Why? Because life is a win-win proposition when you know Jesus. When I ask you the question, and even you as a Christian, do you know for sure where you will go when you die? Because God's calling you up. This God is now saying to you, hey, sister, hey, brother, this is real deal now. Life is in the balance in large numbers. There could be thousands and millions of people who are not going to be here in the next few weeks. 
if you are accounted within that number, and I'm not trying to give you distress, but if you're accounted that number and you know that you know that you know the Lord, you know, you just keep on your assignment with the Lord. And that's what I'm doing here. That's why I'm at my post. That's why I will be with you up to 6 o'clock. You know, we all have a role to play. The question is, will you will you play that role this afternoon? Will you be a Barnabas? Will you be a Barnabas or will you be a Doubting Thomas? Are you going to let your faith shine? I mean, let it shine. I know my friend in works in the emergency room at one of our area hospitals. Her light is shining so bright the entire staff at the um, opera, uh, at the emergency room, man, they, they're looking to her for strength. How can you do this? How can you be joyful when they are in the midst of this disease? Or are you going to be complaining, dumping on people, and doubting everything? Doubting Thomas. Well, I want to tell you what. We're to model ourselves after Jesus. Jesus was a kind, compassionate, encouraging, both human and God. Now's the time, I believe, for us to step up. And as you are stepping up and being an encouragement to others, Boy, I tell you what, the, the power of the Holy Spirit flowing through you, the strength of the Lord that will come upon you, your dreary days are not going to be dreary for long because you're waking up with the power of God and the power of Jesus. And you've got a mission to accomplish for the rest of this day, just like I have a mission to accomplish for the rest of the day. Hey, our phone line is open if you'd like to share a comment or to chat about what we're talking about during the day of our topics, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. We're going to Psalms 46 in a moment. Don't go away. Call another. Hey, this is Bill Carl. I'm concerned for my family's health and for yours too, and so is Moss Nissan. And right now, if you've purchased a vehicle from Moss Nissan, now is a great time to refresh the antimicrobial treatment included with Moss Care. It's just another benefit of Moss Care included with the purchase of every new and pre-owned vehicle in Moss Nissan. And this treatment is designed to destroy viruses, germs, and bacteria on all interior surfaces. And right now, the second application is free. So get into Moss Nissan and get that vehicle sanitized. And when you come to any Moss dealership, you can rest assured that their facilities have been scrubbed from stem to stern, keeping you and your family's health in mind. Also know that if you're active military, a veteran, first responder, if you're a pastor or church worker, you're eligible for the You Serve, You Save program, including 15% off when you have your vehicle serviced at Moss Nissan. Visit Moss Nissan today, Newport Ritchie, North Tampa, Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Not all kids with crooked teeth can afford braces. Luckily, there's donated orthodontic services from the American Association of Orthodontists. Kids who qualify can be matched with a volunteer orthodontist. Visit aaoinfo.org. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. In the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. 
and uh, in this case we provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provided for their children ask an attorney with joe pippen saturday mornings at eight on faith talk 570 wtbn online at letstalkfaith.com wash your hands avoid sick people and touching your face there are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases Visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Have you ever been to the Columbia restaurant? Bill Bunkley here. We're back this afternoon. We're here for you. And again, those phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Isn't it great how, how encouraging our mind is? Now, we call that little music interlude. It's called bumper music. And there's different bumper music. In fact, there's some of my real favorites and maybe, well, hard to do right now, but it's probably about time to change up some of those uh, for maybe some praise music. But I got to tell you, you know where my mind went for a minute or two? And you know, music can do that. Now, I know some of you what's happened already. Man, I'm walking with the Lord. Praise the Lord. Da-da-dee, da-da-do. And man, you, you've got that spirit flowing. You're joyful. So you're at home. And you know, um, we're probably a little bit older crowd than the younger crowd. That is what we're blessed with with this audience. And so you just kind of sit in your channel surfing and boom, Time Life Magazine, Elvis from the 60s from the 70s. And man, you'll watch that 30-minute special, or it may be rock and roll of the 70s, or it may be country music of the 80s. And you know, we're all... You know, we're, we're, we're moving on in the Lord, and old things are new, and, you know, da 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 But you channel surf, and you watch a little bit. I did that the other night. I did that the other night. In fact, it was Elvis. Uh, and it's amazing how your mind can go back, and you think that you're there. And the older you get, the more I realize how our precious seniors and those in my family, how they used to say, boy, when you're older, music just brings it all back. And of course, let me just tell you, I know it could be good and bad, but the memories. So getting back to the the bumper music, you know where it took me, Joe? It took me to the Columbia restaurant. Yep, I'm a sinner. It took me to having dinner at the Columbia restaurant in the room where they have the Friday night or Saturday night where it is the Flamingo Dancers. Now you got to understand where I'm coming from. Maybe think about where you're coming from. As we, as we are, we're catching up with ourselves as we're kind of alone by ourselves. We're kind of catching up with the Lord. Many are, are rededicating their lives to him. But, but for me, uh, I was born and raised right here. 
not far from the Hillsborough River. It used to be called Buffalo Avenue. Now it's Martin Luther King. I'm not going to say much, but when they were building the old St. Joseph's Hospital, let's just say that myself and my friends doing what little kids do, kind of hopped the fence and took a little tour after hours as they were building it. Um, but I grew up with the Tampa Elementary, West Tampa Junior High. Forced busing was, uh, made the law of the land. I went to Lato for, when I went to Lato, forced busing came in and I was bused to Hillsborough High School my last two high school years. And I was glad I did. But I want to tell you that I had a very multicultural experience growing up. A lot of my friends were Latinos. A lot of my friends, uh, were African-American. And so that's just the way I was raised. And so even when I was going to um, what's called the 4th of July, now on uh, Armenia or Howard, I forget which, down in West Tampa, it was the 4th of July Cafe. Some of you older folks can remember that, especially if you're Latin, because uh, my ride, which was our neighbor, uh, George Castellano, his dad was head of the city parks department back then. And uh, so anyway, uh, he would take us to West Tampa. But before we went to school every day, we stopped off, parked the car, went into the 4th of July cafe, had a little cafe con leche. And so right now, not only am I savoring that moment, but what I'm trying to get to is when that little bumper music came in, it took me back to... One of the things as part of my past, my cultural heritage, uh, being uh, raised in a, in a Latin, uh, multicultural community. Um, boy, I just tell you what, I, I, I look forward to when this is all over, quite frankly. Gave me a thought. We're all going to have these pent-up ideas. Hey, make your list now what you're going to do when we're out of this. Amen? I mean, make that list. Put that list. And by the way, yeah, go ahead, pray over that list. You know, one of the things I look forward to doing is returning with my family to the Columbia restaurant. And, yeah, getting a reservation to be in that room where they stomp their feet. Joe, have you ever seen a flamingo dancer? Not in in, in the real flesh and a real performance in front of me before. All right. So most of us, if you haven't, you know what I'm talking about. But But these are very experienced Latin dancers, <clears throat> and a lot of it, Spanish dancers, a lot of it is the taps in their shoes on the wooden stage. I mean, it, it is quite um, uh, a thing for the senses. So anyway, I, I blew all that. <laughs> Man, I blew through all that. Didn't get to what I, Lord just kind of took me on a cul-de-sac right there, Joe. I'm sorry. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is, is that, you know, right now, as you have a chance to slow down, slow down. Allow yourself to have those, some of those personal experiences you haven't had in a long time because you don't slow down enough to experience them. Experience them. And no, I'm not wearing dentures this afternoon either. Just my normal southern way. Now, um, let's go ahead and talk about something very important because we got a lot to get to. But I, I, I want to talk this chapter, and we'll have to straddle this over the break. Let me just introduce it. Remember that every single word 
in Scripture is true. Everything God promises you is true. All things we are told by Scripture work to good to those who know him and are called according to his purpose. I hope that's you. I hope that's me. In a minute, we're going to talk about probably one of the assurances of God that is one of the more more foremost promises that we have to hide in our heart. That's right. I'm going to share this in a minute. You can, if you have your copy of God's Word, either by your um, real leather or fake leather edition or pull out that little electronic box. But we're going to go to Psalm 46. And I think uh, the, the Lord laid it on my heart earlier as I was putting together today's show and thought, you know what? We're, you're right, Lord. We're going to spend a little time uh, to get things kicked off today in Psalm 46. And so we're going we're gonna to stand on some promises. If you know somebody right now who's a little fearful, a little anxious, need to just have that reminder of who the Lord is and what he is in your life, Hey, have them tune in, and you can join the conversation at 877-943-9673. This is Bill Bunkley, The Bill Bunkley Show. I'm here for you. We're here for you. Be encouraged, my brother and sister. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The captain of a U.S. Navy aircraft carrier facing a growing outbreak of the coronavirus is asking for permission to isolate the bulk of his roughly 5,000 crew members on shore. That move would take the warship out of duty in an effort to save lives. The USS Theodore Roosevelt is docked in Guam. Marriott says guest names, loyalty account information, and other personal details may have been accessed in the second major data breach to hit the company in less than two years. The world's largest hotel company says approximately 5.2 million guests may have been affected. U.S. consumer confidence tumbled in March as the impact of the coronavirus began to be felt. The conference board's confidence index dropped to a reading of 120 in March from February's 132.6. On Wall Street, the Dow was down 373 points. This is SRN News. I'm Sonequa Martin-Green, and when my mother was diagnosed with cancer, our world changed forever. This experience made me so passionate about spreading awareness of treatment options, including clinical trials. I'm joining Stand Up to Cancer to get information to those who have been diagnosed with cancer and their loved ones. Clinical trials introduce new hope for patients, providing access to cutting-edge new treatments. Talk to your doctor to see if a clinical trial may be the best choice for you or a loved one. To learn more, visit standuptocancer.org forward slash clinical trials today. I'm Professor Burke from the University of Farmers, where we whittle agents' intellects into pointy, sharp utensils. And this is a pop quiz. What is the best way to save on insurance if you own a car and a house? Should you A, sit down with a farmer's agent to combine your policies into a delightful savings sandwich, or B, keep separate policies? The answer, A, talk to us and pass the mail. We are insurance. We are farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. 
Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto and home insurance. Find your local agent at Farmers.com. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 930 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 930 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. What does it mean to be a hero? The dictionary defines a hero in terms of courage, achievement, and morality. In practice, our culture's heroes have commonly been sports figures, such as Olympians or military figures. But heroism is really about doing the right thing and standing for the right virtues, even when the world isn't watching. Many of the most heroic acts undertaken in human history are unknown to me or to you or to history, but they are not unknown to God. In this crucial moment, we need a new category of heroes. Today, our heroes include doctors, nurses, and medical staff on the front lines of the global pandemic. They're putting their lives at risk in order to protect and extend the lives of others. But the notion of a hero is expanded to those who are stocking the grocery store shelves and delivering our packages, people who are making the world work and trying to keep all the pieces of society together. We're seeing heroism where we never knew to find it before. As a society, we don't pass out gold medals to grocery store stockers or to x-ray technicians. But when you think about it, we probably should. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. He says He came to break the bonds, to unshackle us, free us, deliver us, that you and I may be winners and no longer losers. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at Let's Talk but if only you could see them, you would know from their faces there were kings and queens followed by princes and princesses. There were future power people throwing love to the loveless, shining a light because they wanted it seen. Welcome back. This is Bill Bunkley. Good to see you. Glad to have you in the house this afternoon. Now, we don't have to have physical walls to have a house, amen? We don't have to have a church building to uh, have church, amen? No, 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 no. Maybe the Lord wants us to go back to the original blueprint. You know what that was? That was in the houses. That was in small gatherings. And you know what? He's provided for that for us today. Tell you what, that, uh, you know, with Zoom and all the other online services, uh, we're not missing the beat other than the fact that giving a chance, give, uh, having to just put off for a while a chance to hug our friends and to give them a personal smile. Uh, but you know what? The Lord Jesus Christ is not about going somewhere. It's not about uh, being in him on, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. No, he's also teaching us that this is a 24-7 operation. And uh, you're part of the diplomatic corps. You're the host. You're the hostess. You're playing that ambassador role. You're checking on people. Hey, how you doing? How is your physical health doing? How's your mental health doing? How's your spiritual health doing? Are you walking in trust and peace today, or are you just a little bit rattled? Oh, you say you don't know Jesus Christ? Well, let me just tell you, today would be an awesome day for you if you don't know 
the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and his son Jesus, and of course the Holy Spirit, which will be given to you when you accept him into your life and give you give you that 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 inner the inner beacon, the leading guide. Hey, today, today could be your day. Today could be the victorious day, and I hope uh, someone listening to this broadcast will either make that decision, or today would be the day that you join so many others that Pew Research has just reported are, in fact, coming back to God. Well, 877-943-9673. Uh, didn't do that. Let me, um, let me give you an idea of what's happening on our program today. We will be talking about some topics today that you may be interested in. Number one is the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, may direct us that we should start wearing masks out in public. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that coming up in just a moment. And how about Washington State, the very liberal Washington State? A Washington state that has uh, a huge or a large amount of atheists, people who have no orientation toward God. Well, you know what the Washington state officials are talking about? What are the hospitals talking amongst themselves? Hmm. Who gets a ventilator and who doesn't? Who gets a shot at living, and who will get left alone? We'll talk about that, because um, that is something that, as president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, it, 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 it's that, and, and abortion is, of course, very, very high of our priority and on our radar. And this is a difficult question, because many of you have served in the military, and you know in a combat situation, you know what a triage is. Three different classifications. Why is there a triage? Because normally in the field, limited resources. What's happening today? Limited resources. And so we'll talk about that. Another reason why, I got to tell you, you know, I got the Lord in my, in my heart. I'm saved, and it's a win-win, so... Uh, whatever come may be in my life, I know that when I'm absent with the body, I'm present with the Lord. And I want each and every one of you to have that insurance in your heart. And that's what we're trying to encourage you during this first hour today on the Bill Monkley Show. So we'll talk about that. Um, how about how about the how about the gospel going forth in Central Park? Amen. You didn't hear about that. You know, you didn't, you didn't hear about what's happening in Central Park? Franklin Graham, Samaritan's Purse. You know, they have field hospitals, just like our Army, Marine, Air Force, whatever, field hospitals. And they've been all around the world ministering in disasters and plagues and such. They've now pitched their tents in Central Park. And you know what's happening? People are coming down, and they're not supposed to be going out. They're not supposed to. People are coming to the park because they want a picture. They want their own picture of when hospital tents came to Central Park for the great 
plague of 2020. Not talking about the Spanish flu of 2018, the great COVID-19 plague of 2020. They're down there getting their snapshots. And guess what's on top of the tents? The logo and the huge name, each tent, Samaritan's Purse. We'll talk about that. New Yorkers are having a, a gospel presentation right before their eyes, and they may not even know it yet. Wait till we hear news of how they're ministering to people there in Central Park. And uh, we'll have um, Dr. Danny Johanan, and uh, he is uh, Heads Up Gospel for Asia. And, uh, of course, uh, we're praying for Asia uh, big time. He's going to come and give us his perspective, some words from the Lord, and pray for us today. Don't miss that coming up at the 530 hour. And right now we have been told that uh, Governor Rick DeSantis will hold a news conference at about 4.30. We are open during that segment, so if you're out and about and you want to hear it uh, from the governor's lips, we'll have that coming up at 4.30. Now let's go, let's go to the real headlines today. Amen? Let's go to the real truth because, well, in the last few days we, we've heard stories of people who may think this is a hoax, may think it's not real. You know, the Russians did it to us, the Chinese did it to us. I mean, all all the stuff that's flowing around. And let me just tell you, I, I get it because I've got to filter through all this stuff to figure out and ask the Lord now, what do I bring to the table to you this afternoon? And uh, what do I not bring to the table? So... Let's look at something you can bank on, okay? Let me ask you a question. Are are you taking refuge right now? Are you sort of staying staying in your house in a a safe refuge? Are are you aware of your strength, whether your strength is strong or, or weak or kind of going back and forth? Do you feel like you're in trouble today? Do you feel like we're in big trouble are we in a big uh, 2020 pandemic uh, trouble time? Trouble times. How about fear? I mean, I mean, can 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 the fear sometimes get you like like the whole world is just going to blow up? It's over. It's finished. Jesus is coming. Turn to Psalm 46. Because I'm going to give you some words that you can put in your spiritual bank. You can totally and completely trust the words I'm going to share with you. Why? Because I'm going to be sharing with you the Holy Holy Spirit-inspired words of Psalm 46. You've heard these words. Take them to heart this afternoon. First of all, God. There is a God. There's one true God that's a God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He sent his only son to come and to live, uh, both man and God, to be persecuted horribly, to be strung up on a cross, to be speared, to die put into the grave, go to Hades, come back, rose on the third day so that you and I have 
our payment for sin. That's in Jesus. But God, God, the first word of uh, 40, uh, Psalm 46, one, God is our refuge. That's the first truth. Remember I asked you about if you like your home, hunkering down in a refuge? You know that oftentimes we have refuges uh, for um, like the St. Mark's Refuge south of Tallahassee, so we may know of that. Beautiful place to go to. Get off the show at 6 o'clock during session. Head down there with a picnic lunch. Go down there, see all the alligators, the wildlife, uh, and the uh, the lighthouse. But that's the St. Mark's Wildlife Refuge. Well, God has a refuge for us. He is our refuge today, this moment. Man, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not alone. And by the way, God is our refuge and strength. If you are not drawing upon the Lord and saying, Lord, give me your strength today. Empower me with your spirit today. Give me the fuel I need to keep going. Please. Because he is your strength. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. That's a picture of us today. And you know what very present means? He's right here with me in my home, sharing with thousands of you today on his platform. He's with Joe Weaver, manager of all of our programming, on the board today to bring this program to you as we're all scattered, skeleton crew. And we're all in trouble. We have trouble around us. But he's our our refuge, our strength, our, our, our present help in trouble. Therefore, we've made the premise. We know who God is. He's here. Because of that, you know what a therefore is? The therefore tells you there's a reason for it to therefore be there. Always pay attention when you see therefore. It's a conclusion that God gives us of his promise. Therefore, we will not fear Though the earth gives way. Wow. Hurricanes. Tsunamis. 660 earthquakes have happened in the last week to 10 days out in Utah, Idaho. Ground shaking. Though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam. Though the mountains tremble at its swelling, I mean, we're talking about the earth, just just going crazy. There is a river, amen? Think about that river that divides heaven and we'll be able to see. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. And God is in the midst of her. She shall never be moved. And God will help her when morning dawns. Verse 8, the nations rage. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. And the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. 
He makes wars to cease and the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. When I come back, I'll tell you the big promise and the big conclusion. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. I'll be right back. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Some people, like prize fighters, stay too long on the scene when they should have retired long ago. Best example, the 80-year-old Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi claims President Trump is responsible for many of the deaths from coronavirus because he didn't act fast enough. Hmm, like Barack Obama, who waited nearly four months before addressing the H1N1 virus? This president has mobilized the federal government in ways not seen since World War II. Early signs are that it's working. In Washington state, new cases seem to have flattened out, flattening the curve, they call it. In China, if you can believe the news, people are starting to return to work in Wuhan, where the virus appears to have either originated or begun to spread. While New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, as well as Chicago and other cities and states, have not yet reached the flat curve projections, there are hopeful signs. The president has extended the isolation requests until the end of April. We will get through this. It would be nice if Pelosi and company would join the fight. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The coronavirus is wreaking havoc here in the United States and across the globe. The stock market is plummeting. Sports leagues are suspending their seasons. Schools are sending students home. And the entire U.S. economy has been destabilized. Many experts say this is just the beginning. This is a devastating risk if you're heavy in stocks with no safeguard. Wise investors know to hedge against stock market collapse by utilizing physical precious metals. No Noble Gold is a leader in this conservative financial strategy, offering extensive education, patient counsel, and expert guidance by phone. We've helped many first-time investors move their IRAs into gold using our easy three-step process. There is no time to waste. Visit NobleGoldInvestments.com to get your free gold investment guide. NobleGoldInvestments.com. That's NobleGoldInvestments.com. Work, school, grocery shopping, doctor's appointments, the gym, to the airport to pick up loved ones, to the kids' soccer games, piano lessons, out for movie night, to hear your favorite band in the city, over to grandma and grandpa's house, and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit our website at www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. 
Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. The reason it is important for God to keep this promise to Israel is it's our way of knowing that God is going to keep His promises to us as well. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at Let's Talk Faith.com. Hey, we're back. This is Bill Bunkley. Final segment of hour number one. We'll get to hour number two with our answer friends in a minute. Here is a word that you cannot miss this afternoon. I'm in the Psalms. And the Psalms were just not written by a wise person. The Psalms, like everything in Scripture, was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Listen to this. Listen to this. Right now, my brothers and sisters, listen, still yourself. Verse 10 says, and you've heard this, but let this, let this give you a sense of revival today. Why do we have revivals? We go back and remind ourselves of the exciting truths, the exciting benefits, the, all of what we can dull ourselves to. So this is our revival this afternoon. The Bible says in verse 10, Psalm 46, be still. Be still. And know that I am God. Think of that healing bomb this afternoon. Feeling a little anxious kind of worried where am I going to get that do that I'm out of a job look look all those are very natural emotions but remember that they're looking for an antidote for the for the corona corona night uh, COVID-19 remember that Jesus and God is the antidote not only for our sin but for the ways that our life that we're living is not fun, not joyful. So right now, be still and know that I am God. You could sit in your living room for 30 minutes and just meditate on that promise. But he goes on to say, I will be exalted among the nations. Do you realize he's being exalted right now? Now, there's a lot of lost people who are who are going to persecute, you know, anything about Christianity, but look, people are realizing their lives and all the material things, that's not the top of the mountain. That's not all there is. He is being exalted all around the nations, particularly the nations that we are struggling with this pandemic. He is being exalted. People are praying to him. 
crying out to him, asking him to forgive their sins, and they're wanting to either have that relationship or they want to restore the relationship with him. Hey, that's what this is all about. And he said, I will be exalted in all the earth. Finally, in verse 11, Psalm 46, the Lord of hosts is with us. And we talk about the host. We talk about the third heaven. We're talking about the realm. You have no idea the spiritual battles that are going on right now between God's angels and one-third of the angels that were fallen. There are prince, there are, there are uh, demon, uh, head, um, fallen angels over different regions of the globe. We know that because we learned that in Daniel when Gabriel was sent to answer Daniel's prayer. Daniel was praying 21 days, and when he got there, Gabriel said, Daniel, I'm sorry I'm late. I was coming straight away, but I was engaged by the prince of Persia. And where was where was uh, uh, Daniel? He was in captivity in Babylon, Iran, and uh, because the devil didn't want Daniel to get that answer to the prayer, so and Gabriel was fighting and ended up that Michael, who's the archangel geographically over the Middle East and Israel, he had to come help Gabriel out, free Gabriel up, where he finally made it to Daniel. So when you think about the host, the Lord of hosts, I mean the Lord of everything out there is with us. He's with you. He's with me. He's with Joe. He's with Jose. He's with all of us personally this afternoon. And the God of Jacob, remember I said the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one true God, the God of Jacob is our fortress. As we round out our first hour, I want you to be encouraged. Jacob, God, is your fortress. He is our refuge. He is with you and I this very moment. Embrace that promise. Bury that promise within your heart. And again, God wants you to come home. Jesus would love to be your Lord and Savior. And you can ask him in your heart right now. Or you can just, where you're at, say, Lord, I knew you once, and I did my own thing, and I realized that I laid my ladder of success on the wrong building. I want to pull that ladder down, and I want to put it on your building, your body. You can do that this afternoon. When we come back, we'll talk about some of the serious issues of the day. 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Look forward to seeing you right on the other side. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. 
Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. New Jersey will run out of ICU beds to care for coronavirus patients within the next two weeks. Unless the public increases the practice of social distancing to historically unprecedented levels. That's according to Governor Phil Murphy. He says this is a reality check for all. This is not abstract, no matter how good our health is, no matter how young we might be. And by the way, even if it doesn't impact you, never mind kill you, you may unwittingly carry this virus and pass it on to someone else who you hold dear. The number of infected people in New Jersey doubling every six days and was over 16,000 on Monday. Meanwhile, in Chicago, Mayor Lori Lightfoot says she's pleased that most people are complying with the stay-at-home order. Since we put um, in more uh, controls, closing down the lakefront, closing down um, the Riverwalk and the 606, we've seen incredible compliance for most parts of the city. Chicago has 2,600 hotel rooms to help with the crisis. Also at SRNNews.com, the Trump administration has scaled back mandatory vehicle mileage standards that were put in place during the Obama administration. In 2012, President Obama put in place tough mileage standards requiring automakers to produce vehicles with 5% annual increases in fuel economy. The goal was to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. But after a two-year effort, the Trump administration is rolling back those standards. In a statement, EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler said, We are delivering on President Trump's promise. He said the revised standards strike the right regulatory balance that protects our environment and sets reasonable targets for the auto industry. Greg Clugston, the White House. But Wall Street stocks have been lower in subdued afternoon trading. Ahead of the closing bell, the Dow is off 360 points. The Nasdaq is down 100. This is SRN News. Ah, the copperhead snake. It hisses before attacking. But that's not a copperhead. That's the Sullivan's RV freshwater tank overflowing into their black one, which is backing into their vent pipe, making for a very different kind of attack. One that arrives just in time for taco night. It's wild out there. When it gets too wild, Progressive has your RV covered. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Ah, tax season. Opening the mailbox and... What? Someone already filed my return? During tax season, personal info like your name or social security number may be emailed and shared more than usual. LifeLock monitors for unauthorized use of your personal information, notifies you if something potentially suspicious is detected, and works to fix it if you become a victim of identity theft. No one can prevent all identity theft, but join now and save 25%. Head to LifeLock.com and enter promo code SMART. Idaho is ready to ban abortion. Governor Brad Little has signed a measure that would outlaw most abortions in the event that the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade at some time in the future. Doctors who carry out abortions would face jail time if the law ever goes into effect. Pro-life advocates are hopeful that Roe might be overturned now that President Trump has placed two conservative justices on the court. 
If Roe is struck down, each state will have to decide about abortion. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Amazon has apparently reversed its ban on sales of Adolf Hitler's Mein Kampf. The online retail giant said it was dropping that book and several others that have been deemed anti-Semitic. However, the New York Times reports that those publications are now up for sale again on Amazon. Jewish organizations around the globe have been urging Amazon for years to stop selling Mein Kampf, anti-Semitic publications widely available on the web. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Back to those of you on our Faith Talk stations, and uh, welcome to this um, special hour of the Bill Bunkley Show for those of you that are joining us on our answer station platforms. I'm your host this afternoon, and uh, for those of you joining us for the first time today, I uh, greet you, and uh, I am um, asking the big question, how are you doing this afternoon? Because you see, this whole new paradigm is not just a group thing, it's an individual thing. I was talking during the last hour about uh, those of us who are Christ followers and the many ways that uh, we can be uh, helpful and encouraging and uh, being a source of, um, of just uh, an encouragement to, to all that are out there. And that's what uh, I'm here to do as well. As we also talk about some of the important topics of the day for you to think about, for you to contemplate, maybe for some of the discussions as we're all moving through this uh, together. And um, important things that you may need to be keeping track of. As always, our phone is open. Uh, phone line is open at eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. First up this afternoon, I want to talk about the topic of masks. The topic of masks. Before I do that, I want to just share a little bit, and I want to talk about the stock market real quick, just to give you the stock market numbers for this afternoon. Um, was not able to rally again today, and the quarter finished today. This is the end of April. And it's the worst quarter in um it's the worst first, excuse me, March 31st. Today marked the worst first quarter ever 
in the history of the markets. Today, the Dow Jones Industrials was off 1.84% to close at 410.3. Strike that. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was off 1.84%. That equaled 410.3 points to close at 21,917.16. S&P 500 for all the 401k folks out there. That slipped 1.6% as well. Down 42 points to close at 2584.59. And as the seesaw continues, the NASDAQ uh, off 0.95 to close at uh, 74.05 points off. And the close is 7700.10. So we've got uh, the markets that are off uh, somewhat today. So... I want to talk about how things are evolving. I'm not talking about evolution. I'm talking about how things are evolving. This, several weeks ago, was virtually an unknown virus, or at least the characteristics of the coronavirus have not been known. And as our researchers and as uh, others have worked so hard to understand this this virus that is highly contagious that is going to infect probably millions of people before we're done untold numbers will be hospitalized untold numbers are are going to succumb to this understand that we're going to talk about masks today The instructions we got a few days ago, 10 days, two weeks ago, was don't go out and buy masks. You don't really need to wear a mask. Today, the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, may tell us to start wearing masks. Now, I don't want you to get in the flesh, don't want you to get upset. Because what we're doing in this fight, it's a moving target, just like if you were on the battlefield. The days of the American Revolution where, you know, the, the Redcoats would all line up, you know, like 30 people abreast. And then our side would line up out in the open and we just start firing. No, 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 no. As war... And by the way, there there are plenty of stories in the Old Testament about guerrilla warfare. But, you know, th- this battle is like guerrilla warfare. This thing's popping up here, popping up there, and our commanders are telling us what we need to do to defend ourselves. Do not get upset when we see cha- potential changes like, well, why didn't, why didn't they just tell us to have masks three weeks ago? I can tell you why. And because we see now today what the experts knew was happening two or three weeks ago, and uh, we've had a tremendous rally of businesses using 3D printing, all sorts of uh, types of techniques on their production line, and uh, they are getting caught up on the masks, the protective uh, uh, gear, the 
uh, everything, uh, the, the test kits, the swabs. And, you know, if we all went out and got masks two weeks ago, how many healthcare workers would we have lost by now? And what I mean by lost, I don't necessarily mean passed away, but had been taken out of their places of service to have to go quarantine. But let's get into what the new idea with the masks are, because, um, you know, we had a, a friend of mine call the other day, and he was already, uh, he has sort of um uh, a manufacturing uh, operation, if you will, uh, does other things. Uh, Kevin Wright uh, called in, and I actually saw it on his Facebook page. And they were making masks out of cloth. And uh, he was making those available to churches and, and others. Now, these were not masks like the N19 super, you know, the, the absolute coronavirus rated masks. They were just masks. Well, looks like uh, Brother Kevin might have been a little bit prophetic there. We are just learning, and listen very carefully, that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention may soon tell you and I to cover our faces to hamper, not totally give you 100% protection, but to hamper the coronavirus spread. But they still want to reserve hospital masks for medical workers. Now, yesterday, the CDC's page it would tell you there that they are prescribing just the people with the symptoms and just the people who are caring for them to have the symptoms. They, their policy yesterday was for those individuals to put something over their face, over their mouth. Now, the Washington Post is reporting that not one but two federal officials last night Disclosed to that media outlet that the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, were actually talking about whether they want to come out with a new recommendation. What's that recommendation? To encourage all people to cover their face when out in public. I would suggest to you, we don't have to wait for the official CDC memo. If you have a way to cover your mouth and nose when you're out in public, go ahead and do that. In fact, Mrs. Bunkley told me that our one of our next-door neighbors... She's actually in the midst, I guess she's on her sewing machine, she is making masks. A lot of our listeners out there may have the capability at home, if you're retired, uh, have that time on your hands, you can get the material and you've got the sewing machine or whatever, 
I want to just tell you, if you, you might join the army of people who will be making masks for your friends, family, your church, and others. Because according to the CDC, if they take this step, they're going to tell us to go ahead and make these covers. That way people aren't still ordering N95 masks. I know that if you go on Amazon right now, they claim they'll get you some N95 masks by the end of April. Well, they don't want you to do that. They don't want you to start getting those regular masks. And there's shortages. Think about New York City. Now, I have heard doctors who have said from the get-go to wear masks contrary to the then CDC guidelines. But there is disagreement. Um, You've got the Surgeon General who weighed in and said several days ago, a week or two ago, that they, you know, don't wear the masks because they're not 100%. And that we wouldn't be trained on how to use them. Then you had um, Jerome Adams, he tweeted, the Surgeon General, serious people, stop buying masks. They are not effective in preventing the general public from catching coronavirus. Well, I understand that. We had a national emergency of uh, getting any of these masks routed to our healthcare professionals. But at this point, um, if they're going to change it, I think if you have the ability to get a non-surgical mask, a mask that would not be used by an EMS fire department official, a mask that wouldn't be used, wouldn't qualify to be used by the fire department, the police department, certainly wouldn't be used in the line where you're giving your samples. And by the way, Raymond James Stadium will open up again tomorrow in the morning. You go to the website, check that out. You've got to have a doctor's authorization, but they've got more kits and swabs in. You can go get tested tomorrow at Raymond James. But those folks aren't going to wear the type of mask you might uh, do at home. And I don't know whether you can believe the Chinese scientists or not, but they believe the U.S. and Europe is making a big mistake by not making people wear masks. I'll make a prediction. Once we have, in the next month or so, if we have an abundance of masks, I predict They're going to ask everyone, if you can get a mask, a real mask, like a medical mask, to get one. What are your thoughts? 877-943-9673. More than Bill Bunkley Show. We're here for you, and we're here to keep you informed. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? 
You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers it's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the kindness challenge each day for 30 days we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others on may 2nd you could win five thousand dollars and a deserving organization will also receive five thousand dollars in your name you can make a difference in others lives when you enter the kindness challenge Take the Kindness Challenge at letstalkfaith.com. Brought to you by Word of Life Bible Institute and Faith Talk, 570 and 910. Sunday mornings at 11, join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense. Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you. Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell. Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com. Rain, rain on my face. Hasn't stopped raining for days. My world is a flood. Okay, we're back, uh, 877-943-9673. Bill Bunkley here, giving you a word of uh, truth and encouragement this afternoon. Glad that you're with us. Reminding you that we are anticipating um, going to a press conference with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis sometime shortly after the bottom of the hour. We'll bring that to you. Also, in the next hour at 5.30 on our Fate Talk stations exclusively, we're going to be joined by Dr. Danny Yohanan, and uh, he heads up Gospel for Asia, uh, a ministry uh, in that part of the world. Well, he's going to give us a little update of a perspective from that part of the world, as well as uh, additional words from Scripture, and he'll be praying for our community this afternoon. That's coming up uh, here shortly. Well... Who makes the decision who lives? Who makes the decision who gets a ventilator? Who makes the decision who's going to die? Who makes the decision you don't get a ventilator? Let's see. You've got a crowded ICU. You've got limited resources. How does a hospital and the ethics division of the hospital, how do they give guidance on how to get through this? Um, Do you make a decision based on age? Do you make a decision based on how many underlying issues you may have that have been notated? 
do you make a decision based on race? How about this one? Do you make a decision whether somebody speaks English or not? Someone that there is very fluid communication. Not uh, not a not a ICU that has uh, English speaking people. No one speaks Spanish, and so okay, that's a problem. So we're going to make this this list based on that. Well, I tell you what, this is a difficult question. First of all, we should not even be having this conversation yet. The hospital shouldn't. And by the way, the United States, um, the Federal Health Department's Civil Rights Office already has weighed in. They got wind that the hospitals were talking about this. And there is already a series of civil rights investigations going on right now in many states. And they're making it clear that it's against federal law to allow medical providers to discriminate on the basis of disabilities, race, age, or certain other factors when deciding who would receive life-saving medical care during the coronavirus emergency. Let me let that settle in just a little bit. Now, to talk about this in a balanced way, on the battlefield, a battlefield that has limited resources, even though today, all you have to do is visit, uh, say, the Haley VA Memorial Hospital, maybe hit Bay Pines. If you visit there, which you're not going to do right now, obviously, but if you visit there, you will see a group of people with some pretty horrendous injuries. Understand that uh, if those injuries had happened during World War II, they probably wouldn't be in a military hospital. They would have passed away. Some of the more gripping stories when you, for instance, the other day I was reading about the attack on Iwo Jima and how bad our service boys were pinned down as they were trying to not only take the beach but to move on um, there was a lot of wounded that the protocol was you don't stop and help the wounded because you'll get shot. You keep moving to the front of the line and keep moving, and then they've got corpsmen and medics that come up behind. But there is a uh, principle called triage. In big emergencies, there's triage. Now, one of the more comfortable ways to think about it is if we're in a national emergency or in a war and you got a flesh wound in your shoulder, took a little chunk of, a little chunk of meat out of your shoulder, but uh, you obviously are, are going to be are going to be fine. You might be in the one of the, the three groups uh, of not getting immediate care. And then you've got the top two groups. You've got the folks that 
really have a chance to live but need urgent care. And then you have the middle group, folks that have been hurt pretty bad, but they may not be hurt bad enough to where it's it's quickly determined they're not going to expire. Or you've got folks that are in pretty bad shape and that the field hospital or whatnot just can't can't do what's necessary for them. And again, the backdrop I want to remind you is the backdrop here is what we do now in battlefield medicine is simply amazing. It's amazing. But nonetheless, this is a slippery slope. We cannot allow hospitals or individuals in hospitals to take it upon themselves to develop their policies of who lives and who dies. Ultimately, it's going to be a federal question. And by the way, can you imagine what state this story comes out of? Probably not going to be surprising to you. Yep, Washington State. One of the most liberal, atheistic, and maybe even anti-Christian states in the Union. The right to life is very precious. And balancing the right to life with situations where you know that triage is incorporated. I'm just putting this on your radar. For those of you who um, um, are Christian brothers and sisters, something for you to put on your radar to pray about. Because the bodies are going to come in. The ICUs are going to be overwhelmed. The hospitals are going to be overwhelmed. And uh, this is going to be an issue. All the more reason for us to have our eternal security decided. Of course, I'm talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. Bill Bunkley, 877-943-9673. If the governor is uh, on, when we get back, we'll go to him. If not, we'll stand by. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. death toll from the coronavirus has climbed past 3,500. That eclipses China's official count. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo reports that deaths in New York State rose more than 300 from the day before, reaching about 1,550, mostly in New York City. Marriott says guest names, loyalty account information, and other personal details may have been accessed in the second major data breach to hit the company in less than two years. The world's largest hotel company says approximately 5.2 million guests may have been affected. U.S. home price growth showing signs of acceleration in January before the coronavirus outbreak caused millions of job losses. The S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller 20-City Home Price Index rose 3.1% in January from a year ago. This is SRN News. 
You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. What does it mean to be a hero? The dictionary defines a hero in terms of courage, achievement, and morality. In practice, our culture's heroes have commonly been sports figures, such as Olympians or military figures. But heroism is really about doing the right thing and standing for the right virtues, even when the world isn't watching. Many of the most heroic acts undertaken in human history are unknown to me or to you or to history, but they are not unknown to God. In this crucial moment, we need a new category of heroes. Today, our heroes include doctors, nurses, and medical staff on the front lines of the global pandemic. They're putting their lives at risk in order to protect and extend the lives of others. But the notion of a hero is expanded to those who are stocking the grocery store shelves and delivering our packages. People who are making the world work and trying to keep all the pieces of society together. We're seeing heroism where we never knew to find it before. As a society, we don't pass out gold medals to grocery store stockers or to x-ray technicians. But when you think about it, we probably should. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hey, this is Bill Carl. I'm concerned for my family's health and for yours, too, and so is Moss Nissan. And right now, if you've purchased a vehicle from Moss Nissan, now is a great time to refresh the antimicrobial treatment included with Moss Care. It's just another benefit of Moss Care included with the purchase of every new and pre-owned vehicle in Moss Nissan. And this treatment is designed to destroy viruses, germs, and bacteria on all interior surfaces. And right now, the second application is free. So get into Moss Nissan and get that vehicle sanitized. And when you come to any Moss dealership, you can rest assured that their facilities have been scrubbed from stem to stern, keeping you and your family's health in mind. Also know that if you're active military, a veteran, first responder, if you're a pastor or church worker, you're eligible for the You Serve, You Save program, including 15% off when you have your vehicle serviced at Moss Nissan. Visit Moss Nissan today, Newport Ritchie, North Tampa, Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. We that are alive caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. And we're back, and we're here for you. Bill Bunkley here, uh, 877-943-9673. Uh, we are standing by. It looks like the governor, well, I caught, I caught a quick glance. He may be in the cabinet room. I'm not sure. but um, And the reason for that is um, the cabinet room, which is in the, uh, the lower level, kind of like the basement at the state capitol, it is a rather large room. I can tell you that when the governor is in his uh, ceremonial office, which he has done a couple of times, 
the press uh, the press corps just has to be. There's no social distancing. You're basically standing shoulder to shoulder. That's not a very big room. In fact, those of you that um, um, can look at my Facebook page, uh, you can see a picture of Tony and I and Zach when he was much younger, actually standing in the space before that executive desk in the governor's executive offices. So what I suspect is happening because there was a reporter, in fact, I know her pretty well, Marianne Kloss with the uh, she writes for the Miami Herald and for the Tampa Bay for the Tampa Bay Times. Um, all right, let's do this uh, if we can. Let's go to the governor right now, uh, Joe. He's speaking. Uh, carrying the virus. Now, as you have the advent of some of this rapid testing, you know, that does allow us to be able to test people before they go into a nursing home, not only staff, but you could have some family members as well. Uh, so that is all in the in progress. But, you know, right now, uh, we got to keep those folks safe there. And so what the uh, Agency for Healthcare Administration has done is they've made over 907 on-site visits uh, and over 2,000 calls to long-term care facilities to evaluate adherence to infection prevention protocols. And so it's very, very important. If you look at the uh, fatalities uh, in the state of Florida, I think the average age is between 75 and 80 years old. Uh, And so the senior citizens are going to be safer at home. And then also if you have an underlying condition, regardless of age, um, you're going to be safer at home as well. So, So please heed that guidance. Another priority for us has been to expand testing in the state of Florida. Uh, We started this process. There was really very little testing available. Everything had to be done through the CDC. Uh, That obviously was inadequate. And so over the last several weeks, it's been the state's, uh, one of the state's top priorities to expand testing in the state of Florida. And, you know, I'm happy to report uh, we are increasing testing at a very fast rate. Um, Today's numbers, I think we're over 60,000 tests, um, and most of those are over the last two and a half weeks. Uh, But I think it's also interesting to note as you look at uh, the number of new cases that come down the pike in the various states. Um, that obviously is an important thing to look at, and we obviously monitor that very closely in the state of Florida. But it's also interesting and important to look at the number of new cases against the number of negative test results that you've seen. Um, and so these numbers that we have on the screen are from yesterday, just because we didn't have all the other states' uh, updated numbers. Obviously, our numbers have changed for today, and you guys have seen that report. Um, but, you know, but if you look, you know, Massachusetts and Florida had about the same number of positives, Massachusetts a little more, but Florida had you know, about 13,000 more negative test results. You go down and look at a state like Michigan that had more positives than Florida, But Florida had 50,000 negatives. Michigan only had 12,000 negatives. And I think you look at that. So we are now at the point where Florida... Uh, and then California is interesting because, you know, they have uh, 73, 7,400 positives, only 21,000 negatives. So we have more than twice as many negatives as California. I think part of the reason is they have about 50,000, 60,000 tests that are, quote, pending. Um, but we have expanded testing dramatically in the state of Florida. I think if you, if you don't count California's pending results, I think we're just behind Washington State and obviously the state of New York. Uh, if California dumps those pending tests, then they, they would be ahead of us. Um, But from where we started to where we went, uh, that's taken a lot of hard work. And and a lot of it is because we've set up testing sites with the Florida National Guard in the lead, things like the site with Broward Memorial. 
you had seven, 800 people going through those drive-through testing sites every day. Those are not easy to run. Most of them that have been done throughout the country have failed. Uh, we have the guard working with the local communities, uh, local hospital systems, and we've been able to get many more people tested um, as a result of that. We are open, um, opening today the Palm Beach uh, testing site. So that's gonna be in West Palm where the baseball facilities are for the Astros and, uh, and the Nationals. And that is a facility that uh, we think can be very high volume as well. So we're excited about that. Of course, we do have the Broward facility still running. We have the facility at the Marlins Park in Miami-Dade, have the drive-through facility at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami-Dade. And now we're surging supplies for the uh, a testing site in Hialeah, and we're surging supplies to for a testing site in South Miami-Dade. So those are going to be coming online very soon. We're also going to be pushing down supplies and assisting with an additional testing site in Southern Palm Beach County, um, and we're looking forward to doing that. And as you, many of you know, there's been a site in Jacksonville up now for um, for, for a while, it seems, uh, Orange County uh, in Central Florida, and then we have been supporting the drive-through site at Raymond James Stadium uh, that Tampa is running. You have Tampa Generals at BayCare, some of those health systems involved. I think the city's involved. So we've been supporting that, and uh, we're happy to do so. So if you look at, we're over 60,000 tests. We're doing thousands and thousands every day. Uh, we now have, we're going to have some, some new technology come online very soon. Uh, we think we can continue doing this. Why is that important? South Korea is, always, is usually pointed to the country that they just did a whole bunch of testing. They were able to figure out, you know, where exactly the virus was spreading, focus on those areas, and then they were able uh, to, um, you know, to, to have more, more freedom of movement in the rest of society. Their testing rate, uh, they got, uh, I think, a little bit better, but the, the key marker that people would put at is one test for every 200 people in the country. Um, in the state of Florida, if we get over 100,000 tests, uh, done. That will be about one test for every 200 people in the state of Florida. And so we would be, obviously Florida is a lot smaller than South Korea population-wise, but we will be uh, getting to that number. And uh, that's something that we're really looking to do. And as you see, the number of tests per day that we've done um, has gone up uh, dramatically, and we want to continue uh, to doing that. And so I just want to thank the folks at the National Guard. I want to thank the hospitals. I want to thank uh, the, the local governments who've partnered with us. This was really, uh, we had to grab ourselves by the bootstraps. I mean, some of the other areas that have tested a lot, you know, you got a lot of federal uh, supplies that really flow freely there. I mean, we've gotten some help, but a lot of this we really had to do um, on our own. So I want to thank them for doing that. And I think that one of the reasons we've been able to get some data on, on the trends in places like Southeast Florida is because you've increased testing so much, um, and we're going to continue to do that. I think it's very, very important. With these tests, uh, we're having now these rapid tests, and, and that is going to come online. First of all, we have the 45-minute test. You know, that's been deployed in southern Florida and in northeast Florida, 45-minute uh, rapid test. Uh, that's a perfect thing to do for healthcare workers, because if someone gets exposed, you can test them. If they're negative, then they don't have to necessarily self-isolate, um, and that's very, very important. We also expect that hospital systems very soon will be getting this five-minute test 
from Abbott Laboratories. And so the way they're going to do it at Abbott is they're just going to send it to various hospital systems throughout the state of Florida, and then they'll continue to send them additional tests every week. So we anticipate each hospital system we think is going to get about 2,000 tests uh, per hospital. So this is going to be spread out. So that's going to be a lot of additional testing, and the data that we're going to get back from that is going to be very quick, and that's really going to help us identify some of the some of the things that are going on um, in the state of Florida. One of the things we're, we're seeking, and we may ask one of the hospitals to help, is, you know, an Abbott lab test is perfect to do some spot checking of these nursing homes or assisted living facilities. Um, and if you're able to do that, you really don't even need to test everyone. If you test a representative sample, you can see whether there's anything there. Um, and if you do see anything, then you test everyone. So I think that there's ways to do it, which would really make sense. So, um, I'm asking folks uh, at the Department of Health, Emergency Management, uh, to try to get some of those rapid tests uh, so we can use them in nursing facilities and in um, assisted living facilities. And that will also be great to test the staff. I mean, the problem in the Broward situation was you had six staff going in there, and um, these were people that, that shouldn't have been allowed to go in there. Here you can just test, and if you're if you're fine, then you work. If you're not, then you, then you can't go in there. So, but we're really happy that this is going to get turned around uh, relatively quickly. So we anticipate uh, this to start landing in Florida uh, probably within the next week, and and I think that this will be an absolute game changer. Um, we also have the, I mean, we've got a lot of the hydroxychloroquine uh, that's now been delivered um, to a lot of these hospitals, and again, the FDA just came out with the emergency. Uh, approval. Uh, look, this, this is kind of anecdotal, but you see more and more people using it. Bottom line is we just want physicians and patients to be able to have that as available. And if the physician thinks that that's something that's good, you know, we want to be able to do. But we were really glad to work with Teva Pharmaceuticals um, on that. And um, and I'll talk about the hospital space, but you know, when you're talking about the, the hospital beds and PPE, stopping those elective surgeries, you've seen beds being added and you've seen PPE being conserved. And so that's a very, very important thing uh, for our folks uh, working uh, in, in the healthcare industry. We have uh, sent... Uh, a, a lot of supplies. Now, we're fighting for this every day. It's really cutthroat in terms of these masks, and you know, 3M will make a bunch of them, but then they'll give them to this district, and it's, there's this whole kabuki game that goes on, uh, but it's probably uh, the number one logistical priority that we have is getting more PPE, uh, but we've been able, fortunately, uh, to allocate a huge number of masks, um, including almost 60,000 masks, uh, N95 masks to nursing homes, and then 140,000 procedure masks to nursing homes. Uh, we think that the uh, staff needs to be wearing uh, the mask uh, if they're going to be around any of the elderly residents. Um, and so we think that that's something that was, uh, that was good, and we, we hope that they'll be able to use that. Um, but we're continuing to fight for more PPE. Uh, we've ordered Right off the bat, we ordered millions of masks, um, but you know this stuff gets put around, and there's a lot of tomfoolery going on. Uh, so we're we're continuing the fight um, on that. But all told, you're looking at uh, about 600,000 N95 masks that have been delivered uh, to uh, various counties um, and hospital systems in the state of Florida. It's important, and we want to continue supporting any way we can. Southeast Florida. 
I think if you look at the, the numbers, they're, they're obviously uh, you know, pretty stark in terms of, you, know, you got about 60% of the cases in the state of Florida uh, that are in Southeast Florida, uh, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, Monroe, not as many, but, but they're part of the family too. Um, you know, we've been working with them from the start, uh, working with the, the local mayors, working with some of the things they've been doing, and they've been doing a lot right at the beginning, uh, Mayor Jimenez, um, folks in Broward and Palm Beach. Um, you know, yesterday we got everyone on the same page uh, to do the Safer at Home South Florida order. Um, if you look at South Florida, you, know, you have the most densely populated part of the state, uh, and the way the virus has, has kind of come into Florida is I think, you know, kind of three main ways. One is we have Floridians that travel internationally and then come back, and a lot of them didn't know that the virus, didn't really know much about the virus. I'm not, All right, you're listening to our live coverage of Governor Ron DeSantis's press conference and, in fact, coming from the cabinet room. Got to take a quick break. I'll jot down any notes that are necessary. When we come back, we'll take you back to Tallahassee. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. I want to give in, this is our crime, this is our sin, but I still believe, I still believe. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Some people, like prize fighters, stay too long on the scene when they should have retired long ago. Best example, the 80-year-old Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi claims President Trump is responsible for many of the deaths from coronavirus because he didn't act fast enough. Hmm, like Barack Obama, who waited nearly four months before addressing the H1N1 virus? This president has mobilized the federal government in ways not seen since World War II. Early signs are that it's working. In Washington state, new cases seem to have flattened out, flattening the curve, they call it. In China, if you can believe the news, people are starting to return to work in Wuhan, where the virus appears to have either originated or begun to spread. While New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, as well as Chicago and other cities and states, have not yet reached the flat curve projections, there are hopeful signs. The president has extended the isolation requests until the end of April. We will get through this. It would be nice if Pelosi and company would join the fight. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The coronavirus is wreaking havoc here in the United States and across the globe. The stock market is plummeting. Sports leagues are suspending their seasons. Schools are sending students home. And the entire U.S. economy has been destabilized. Many experts say this is just the beginning. This is a devastating risk if you're heavy in stocks with no safeguard. Wise investors know to hedge against stock market collapse by utilizing physical precious metals. No Noble Gold is a leader in this conservative financial strategy, offering extensive education, patient counsel, and expert guidance by phone. We've helped many first-time investors move their IRAs into gold using our easy three-step process. There is no time to waste. Visit NobleGoldInvestments.com to get your free gold investment guide. NobleGoldInvestments.com. That's NobleGoldInvestments.com. Saying nothing special, but I should look around. 
You know, to my dad, his car is a trusted friend. He's kept it running great for over a decade. Guess I'm a chip off the old cylinder block. Well, that's why we both choose to go to Parts Plus Auto Parts stores. You never let me down, I'll take good care of you. Hey, for all the reasons you love your car, there's Parts Plus Auto Parts stores. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Take the Kindness Challenge at letstalkfaith.com. Brought to you by Word of Life Bible Institute and Faith Talk, 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come. But if I will go, I will send Him to you. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at Let's Talk Faith.com. All right, let's get right back to it. This is Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show, our final segment of the second hour. Uh, we have been uh, feeding you the live feed from the governor's press conference uh, in Tallahassee. While we were gone on the break, the governor was commenting that he believed that the coronavirus was actually circulating at the Super Bowl down in Miami. And with all the guests that fly in from all over, that can give you something to think about, especially with the large numbers in southeast Florida. Also in Dade County, the numbers are skewing a little bit lower in that 25 to 45 age. Uh, He believes that's because a lot of the older folks uh, have been staying home. And for those cruise ship situations, still working on uh, not being uh, allowing them to dock in the state, but sending medical help out to the ship. Let's go back to Governor DeSantis uh, in Tallahassee. We're working on that. Um, and of the 77 deaths, you've had 23 that have been in Broward and Palm Beach, uh, Palm Beach counties. We have our, I've mentioned, I think, before this is a picture of the field, one of the field hospitals. You know, we have one in Fort Lauderdale, one in Miami-Dade. And of course, we're, you know, we have identified other buildings that if there is a need to do that and have excessive beds uh, where people can go, you're going to be able to do that. We're also in touch with the Army Corps and FEMA uh, about what's going on with um, or having them look at. They've already been down here. They've looked at different things. And so if there's a need to have a surge capacity, you know, we're going to have the Army Corps help us out as well. But we've, as soon as this started, you know, we kind of knew where this may be necessary. And so uh, we procured it. Uh, this was not done by the federal government. It was all done by the state government. And uh, that's, uh, I think, I think that was good planning by Jared and the folks at DEM. And then just an update on the travel. We've screened between the state line uh, cars and then the flights, you know, uh, about 8,600 people. Uh, and again, this is just people coming from the hot zones. They are, um, when, when, China, when this was flaring up in China, there was monitoring of anybody that came back to Florida who had been in China. When it flared up in Italy, monitored the people who came back from Italy as well. So New York City being the epicenter in in the world, same situation, just trying to keep Floridians safe and urging uh, and requiring, actually, those folks to self-isolate for 14 days. So uh, I think that there's – and and we're going to be – 
watching the president's news conference today. I've been in touch with some of the task force members earlier. Uh, you know, they're going to update, uh, I think, these guidelines, and, and basically, you know, we're going to follow the guidelines. And so, you know, whatever they're recommending, uh, we'll go ahead and do that. And so I may take their guidelines, kind of create a streamlined version of what we've already done, but put it in there, add whatever needs to be added, um, and, then, and then send that out. But I think that um, uh, there's been a lot of Floridians who've been working very, very hard, and I just want to thank them. I want to thank all the folks on the front lines in the healthcare uh, industry, uh, at our hospitals, our nurses, our doctors. Um, they're working hard, and, and I think they're doing a great job. So uh, let's just keep fighting. But uh, I think that if, if we all do our part, I think, I think we're going to be able to, uh, uh, I think we'll be able to, to, to get through this. And with that, take some questions. Governor, we're hearing that uh, the number of nurses are either having their hours reduced or they're being furloughed as a result of the order of elective surgeries. We just aren't patients there. Well, Well, you're right. So we, uh, look, I totally get it. I mean, and that's one of the problems with doing the elective surgery suspension is that the surgeries are typically out. A lot of these medical outfits, you know, are able to keep the lights on. Uh, so it's unfortunate. But I think that uh, we want to make sure that folks are going to be able to be there, you know, in the event uh, of a surge. And so if there are folks who can be brought to the fight, you know, we have hired a lot of contract nurses through the Department of Emergency Management. Uh, if there's a need in the hospitals for more folks, you know, we want people to be able to go in there and work. Uh, I think it's very, very important. When you look at the healthcare workers, the danger is, you know, first of all, this, this stuff, uh, when, you're, when you're in these hospitals, you, you're going to get exposed one way or another. Hopefully, you don't get infected, but it's really difficult to do your job, even with the PPE. I mean, it's just tough. So there's going to be times when people get exposed. If you have a quick test, that's great. If you don't have that, then all the contacts have to self-isolate. You can lose a lot of the staff, and that's a very, very difficult thing. So anybody who would be willing to, to pitch in, um, either on a volunteer or contract basis, uh, I think that they should do so. We have brought in a lot of contract folks, uh, but if, there, if there's a need for more, we'll certainly do more. Yeah, Governor, the scientists said that the White House spoke with the Attorney General Ricky's yesterday advising for the shutdown. Is Attorney uh, General still, or is he recommending to you that the state not shut down? Who, who, who recommended that? Uh, that was the scientist said by the White House. I was in front of the government. Yeah, that's it. Who? Mark Jack, he was part of the study that the President cited. So I'm in contact with them, and basically, you know, I've said, are you guys recommending this? Uh, the task force has not recommended that to me. If they do, you know, obviously that would be something that would carry a lot of weight with me. Uh, we have done, really, and this has been going on for two weeks because, you know, we're working with the, the southeast Florida counties. You know, there's, there's not really any more you can do in southeast Florida. You just got to kind of stay the course at this point. Some of the other areas... Um, you know, it's just a different situation. We're a big, diverse state. Um, if you look at New York State, you know, obviously New York City, surrounding areas, some of the other places, you know, they're just in a different different situation. But I um, look forward to the guidelines. You know, we're obviously going to take whatever they say. And, you know, we're going to... All right, let's bring it back in to wrap up the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Uh, you've been listening live to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and his press conference from the state capitol. Uh, we're going to be uh, signing off uh, here for the hour, and that means those of you in the answer stations, Jay Sekulow will be up next. However, uh, if you'd like to uh, be with me for the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, we will have Dr. Danny Johanan 
with Gospel for Asia to share a word and to pray what the Lord is uh, speaking to him from this global perspective. He'll pray for our community. And uh, we'll be going back live not only to the press conference in Tallahassee. We're awaiting a press conference uh, in the nation's capital with President Trump. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at nosafespaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com now. Sunday mornings at 11, join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense. Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you. Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell. Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The U.S. death toll from the coronavirus climbed past 3,500 Tuesday, eclipsing China's official count. It's a sad reality. So many are dying so quickly here, especially in places like New York City, where refrigerated trucks sit outside some hospitals to house the dead, and the death toll in the state already surpasses 1,000. Something else hard hit our country's nursing homes, where so many die alone because of rules that don't allow family in over coronavirus concerns. Correspondent Julie Walker reporting. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says they continue to play catch-up with the virus. The virus was in China. We knew it was in China. Unless we assume there's some uh, immune system variation with Asian people, it was coming here. And we have been behind it from day one since it got here. Cuomo's brother, CNN anchor Chris Cuomo, has now disclosed that he has become infected with the virus. The U.S. Coast Guard says it's working with Holland America on a detailed docking plan that would require two ships carrying passengers and crew from an ill-fated cruise to handle all medical issues without impacting South Florida's already stressed hospitals. Coast Guard Captain Joanne Burdian told the Broward County Commission that if a unified command of state, local, and federal officials can't unanimously agree on what to do with the people on the Zondam and Rotterdam ships now headed to Florida, then they'll punt the decision to Washington. The captain of U.S. Navy aircraft carrier Theodore Roosevelt is facing a growing outbreak of coronavirus, and he's asking for permission to isolate the bulk of his roughly 5,000 crew members on shore. The extraordinary move would take the warship out of duty in an effort to save lives. That ship is docked in Guam. On Wall Street, the Dow on by 410 points. The Nasdaq dropped 74. The S&P lower by 42. This is SRN News. Gold. It's soaring. Are you missing it? If you have an IRA or 401k, you probably are. Less than 1% hold physical gold. We've been told by Wall Street it's for crazy people. Really? What's crazy about an asset that beats stocks two to one? I'm Adam Barada, national best-selling author of the book Gold is a Better Way, 
owner of Advantage Gold, an Inc. 5000 member, and highest rated gold IRA firm in the world. Gold is booming because gold is really about debt, and global debt is a pandemic. If you have an IRA or 401k, I want to give you my book for free. That's right, free. Text GOLD to 49776. That's the word GOLD to 49776. Learn why gold will outperform pumped-up stocks from this point forward. Turn your IRA into a wealth growth machine. Text the word GOLD to 49776. It's time to stop being crazy. Text GOLD to 49776. The Parents Television Council says network TV ratings are just about worthless, and it's time for the FCC to step in. They can say you need to throw out the entire system and come to us with a better plan, or we will step in and, and impose our own regulations. Spokesman Melissa Henson says parents are sending a message. The ratings don't work for me. They don't work for my family. They're doing an inadequate job of warning us about harmful content. So I think if the FCC gets enough pressure from the public, they will be forced to step in and say to the TV Oversight Monitoring Board, you need to do better. Congress could get involved, too. Lawmen in Florida have arrested a megachurch pastor after he held two Sunday services with hundreds in attendance, violating a stay-at-home order in place because of the virus outbreak. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown turned himself into authorities Monday afternoon in Hernando County, where he lives. He was charged with unlawful assembly in violation of a public health emergency order. Bail was set at $500. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. I'm proud to be a member. I'm proud to protect our... Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here. We're back for hour number three, and it's been a very busy afternoon. And uh, I first want to greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and tell you, Uh, how much we're thinking and praying for you, and uh, we're here for you. 
Uh, I want to uh, not only have a, a blend in these days of uh, giving you the information that you need uh, in order to prayerfully go through uh, this uh, pandemic, but also want to be a great word of encouragement. Now, a little bit of a programming note. Uh, we're in the midst of a Q&A session uh, with Governor Ron DeSantis at the state capitol. He's in the cabinet room uh, there at the state capitol complex. Going to go back to that in just a moment. And we see that they're queuing up uh, in the press room this time uh, at the White House in Washington, D.C. So we'll also be going to the task force uh, press conference uh, update uh, today as well. Now, what we will be doing, um, as we have been inviting folks to joining us, and I hope you've been inviting your friends, today at 5.30, we're going to have, uh, well, um, our time out with the Lord. How about that? Well, we're going to take a time out from all of these updates, and uh, we're going to have a word of encouragement, a word from the Scriptures, and today it's going to be a little bit of uh, international flavor, and that's because today uh, we'll have our good friend, Dr. Danny Johanan, uh, who uh, heads up Gospel for Asia. He's going to be sharing a word, sharing some scriptures, and, of course, that perspective from, uh, of course, Asia, which is very much uh, in the center of the news story about the coronavirus, and will also be praying for our community. So call a friend, email a friend, tweet a friend. We will be doing that at 530. And then uh, once that segment com- concludes, if the White House is still in the midst of their briefing, we'll take it back to Washington. So uh, a little bit of a mix of uh, keeping you informed with the live briefings as well as uh, uh, going to the Lord as we do each and every day. Now let's take you back to the cabinet room in Tallahassee, Florida. Here's our Governor Ron DeSantis in a Q&A session with the press. But yeah, I would urge everybody to just take a step back and realize that, you know, when we get on the other side of this, there's going to be times to have a party in the big party in someone's house or do this or that. Um, you know, now's the time to avoid crowds, take care of yourself, take the social distancing seriously. And I think if you do that, uh, then we're going to be able to get back to normal much quicker if you're disregarding that uh, then. But the bottom line is you are going to have people um, who are going to be who are going to be doing this. We've seen that in every state in the country. Uh, We're a very big state. Um, As much as I don't want to see that, um, you know, and I know the locals are going to have to just just police as best they can. But I think that, uh, um, you know, we really are focused on getting all this stuff to people, testing, do all that, because that that will make a difference. And um, and it's just unfortunate. But I think no matter what you do, you're going to have a class of folks who just are going to do whatever the hell they want to. Exactly. 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 So here's the deal. I mean, and so we'll look at that. I think it's legitimate concern. But I mean, you know, everything's pretty much closed. I mean, you know, it's like there's not like there's anything to do. Um, And so, you know, but I do understand people just kind of want an outlet. They want to do this. Um, so, so, So we'll look at that. We'll see how it's going. But I would say this. Those counties have been stay-at-home basically anyways. I kind of came in and, and just made them all one unit just so everyone was on the same page. Um, and I'm not sure how much that, that, that had happened or not, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, um, uh, I just think people need to be responsible. There's not a whole lot right now. I mean, you know, there's certain, you know, you can go to work, and, 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 and obviously in certain industries, very important you do that. Um, but other than that, there's just really not a whole lot, whole lot going on. So people should just kind of chill out and, um, and 
and, and stay around the house as, as much as they can. And it doesn't mean like, you, you know, you can't go for a walk or do some things, just get some fresh air. But in terms of being social right now, you know, this is just not the time to have, you know, any big social gatherings or, or doing anything like that. And I hope that people uh, will respect it. I, I do think that uh, there have been enough people in Florida who have just taken them taking this thing seriously in terms of their hygiene, in terms of how they keep their distance and do that. I do think you've seen a change in the past couple weeks, and we'll see how that impacts this going forward. And, um, and I think that that does really, really make a difference. And I really appreciate, um, you know, because from the very beginning of this, we, we had had enough information to see how the virus affected elderly or people who were frail. And, um, you know, our stay at home if you're 65 or plus, uh, if you have a serious medical condition, doing that really makes a difference. If those, folks, if those folks continue to do that, I think many of them are. I think many of them are being very, very careful, uh, which is the right thing to do. I mean, if they do that, then we're going to be in a situation where we will, we will be able to get through this. And so um, those folks, thank you for, for, for what you're doing because I think, it's, I think it's made a very big difference. And so we're going to have an announcement tomorrow on the, uh, on the infrastructure, uh, but I think now's a golden time. If we're going to be, you know, kind of in a down state for the next two to four weeks or whatever, however long the guidelines go for, that is, um, that is the perfect time to really accelerate on some of these busy roads. There's not going to be any traffic jams. So we're going to identify some projects and hopefully be able to make a big difference. Thank you. All right. Uh, we'll take that back in this afternoon. We are hearing from uh, Governor DeSantis uh, in Tallahassee. And uh, one of the things that he mentioned while we were on the break was um, uh, the idea that um, some of the places in Florida – if he were to put in the, the type of um, protocol that he's put into the southeast counties of Palm Beach, Broward, Miami-Dade, and, of course, Monroe is in, in that mix as well. Let's say that uh, we went up near, what, Mariana, Florida. There are I'm not saying Mariana would be exactly this because I don't want to put any aspersions on them. But there's some places across the state of Florida that um, if you shut them down for a month, they probably wouldn't come back economically. And so as uh, we are um, walking with the governor uh, through this and experiencing this uh, with him, uh, that's when we have this um, idea that uh, a one-size-fits-all uh, policy across the state um, at, this, at this point, at this juncture, is not something that uh, we would ne- necessarily want to embrace. Again, reminding you now that um, we are standing by, and uh, just as I have watched this press conference developed uh, through the last few days, uh, we may very well get a chance to get to the early portions of that, but uh, we will be going uh, and taking uh, uh, our opportunity to get our word from Dr. Johanan at 530, so uh, we'll see how the timing of all of this uh, plays out. Again, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, a couple things I wanted to talk about, and uh, there is uh, some Pew Research polls that have come out, and let me uh, shift back to, to that since we have a, a little bit of a break in between here. As we are live, and sometimes when we are in these live modes, 
takes a, a little bit of a, a moment to reshift. And so um, we're talking about, um, let's see, where are we at? Oh, here we go. Here's the poll. All right. Uh, the Pew Research Center, there's a couple things I thought I'd comment on this afternoon in some recent polling. Um, most of the folks that live in the U.S. of A. are attesting to the fact that, yes, the coronavirus has, uh, well, it has impacted their lives. So let me go down some statistics here. Um, the question was, amid the coronavirus outbreak, most Americans are uncomfortable going to a party, a restaurant, or a polling place. Well, hey, that's good news. That's good news. Now, having said that, um, with the current situation that we have, the Pew folks put this question to the folks that are giving us an indication about where all America is. And 91% right now, and this, to me, this means that the president's initiative uh, the idea of social distancing, uh, personal distancing, 91% said today, right now, if they were invited, had a chance to go, 91% would not go to a crowded party. Now, obviously, we're not checking in with the young folks because the governor just said once again, you know, it's happening in every state. We've got youngsters that are just very irresponsible, happening in large numbers in Washington State and California. But nonetheless, um, those polled, 91% would not feel comfortable attending a party. How about going out to a restaurant right now? Well, you can't because they're closed down. But nonetheless, how many people would not feel comfortable going out to eat in a restaurant? That's up there. It's 77%. Again, another hopeful indicator that people are heeding the uh, stay close to home order and that they're not out and about spreading the coronavirus. Uh, Even going to a polling place to go vote, that's 66%. And let me just pause for a minute because I think it's going to be a very extraordinary year as we get into September, October, November, depending on what the virus did or didn't do, how this vote's going to come down, will we have conventions or not? Even then, will some of our older population be uh, apprehensive about going to a polling place? And so you might see that there will be a tremendous effort by both parties to very much promote the vote by mail. Or to vote by mail with possibility of some of the voting boxes, similar to where folks are, say, tomorrow they're going to be driving through Raymond James Stadium to get their test. But uh, you get your ballot in the mail, and you are allowed to take that to one of the early voting sites, maybe. And maybe there is uh, a box outside with a police officer and some folks, and you can just drive through and put your ballot in. The idea is is that... uh, there, there could be some discouragement of people voting, and that's certainly not what we want to have. Even going out to the grocery store, 42% say, you know what, I just don't want to go to feel comfortable going to the uh, grocery store. 
And even if you want to go see your family member in another home or a close friend, 38% said that uh, they're, they're not comfortable with that. And that was taken March 19th through the 24th. Uh, and this is the Pew Research with the topic, Most Americans Say Coronavirus Outfect, uh, Outbreak Has Impacted Their Lives. Well, what about prayer? Don't know if we can get to that in a moment, but uh, how about our religious habits during the coronavirus outbreak and the staying at home? That'll be next on the Bill Bunkley Show, or we'll go to the White House for today's briefing. Be right back. Hi, I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. In times of crisis, Americans have historically set aside differences and become one. Only days after 9-11, Republicans and Democrats stood side by side on the Capitol steps and sang, God bless America. Now we have an opportunity to rally together again. Neighbors are helping neighbors. Healthcare workers are stepping up. And online, people are joining in prayer. Remember, together we'll get through this. Saying nothing special that I should look around But I say you're the greatest friend that I've ever found They say a dog is man's best friend But who takes you to the hardware store? Your car So if you're a do-it-yourselfer Or you'd rather leave it to the pros There's a Parts Plus auto store or car care center near you You never let me down, I'll take good care of you Hey, for all the reasons you love your car There's Parts Plus auto stores and Parts Plus car care centers Hi, I'm David Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan, and right now, please know that the Moss family cares deeply about your family and our community. And as hard as we work to make our face-to-face experiences for our customers amazing, we understand that right now, not everyone will feel comfortable venturing out to a showroom. So I'd like you to know two things. One, we're going to get through this together. And two, our commitment to unbeatable customer service is always available at mossnissan.com where you can shop our full inventory of new cars and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. They're also available at any of our physical locations. You can secure financing, value your trade, take advantage of programs for all military and first responders, and complete your entire purchase online, and all from the comfort and safety of your home. We'll even deliver your new car right to your driveway. Plus, every vehicle features MossCare, which one great benefit is an antimicrobial surface designed to kill all bacteria and viruses. At MossNissan.com, we're committed to never losing a deal over price and, more importantly, never compromising the health and well-being of our customers. God bless. Scary where you go. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, and we are being very flexible. I kind of have an idea that the uh, press conference in D.C., I'm watching the feed and how they set these things up. Uh, I kind of wonder if it's kind of set for 530, so it may begin right when uh, we're going to have our time with the Lord. Uh, Either way, um, we're going to be having a a good chance to just uh, spend some time with... um, um, Dr. Johanan with Gospel for Asia and uh, be able to just really be a blessing to uh, all of us. So um, let me talk a little bit about uh, the Pew poll as it relates to our religious habits. Now, again, this poll 
Most Americans, according to the Pew Research Center, most Americans say coronavirus outbreak has impacted their lives. And in this one, we're talking about their religious habits. And again, this was a poll taken. Okay, let's go back here. A poll that was taken March 19th through the 24th. So what Americans talking about, here's some percentages. Of those that were polled by the Pew Research folks, 55%, I'm in that sample even though they didn't call me, uh, 55% prayed for an end to the spread of coronavirus. A lot of Christians are in that group, I guarantee you. Amen? Amen. So, almost one out of two Americans, if the average were to maintain. Isn't that amazing that half America... Half of America, they're not all atheists, probably agnostics, but isn't it amazing that in, in this this pandemic that we're in the middle of, that half of America wouldn't even pray or attempt to pray or attempt to reach out to, to God? Now, we have, uh, how many folks have watched religious services online or on TV instead of person person? That's 57%. That's 57%. And those that attended religious services in person less often, well, that's at 59%. And so that's a little bit of an idea or a slap, uh, slap shot, a snapshot of uh, how the world is treating this. You know, there was also a story... And um, yesterday, of course, uh, it was highlighted by a lot of um, news around the arrest of uh, Rodney Howard Brown and um, uh, Dr. Moeller, um, who's president of Southern Seminary, also on our editorial board. Uh, he weighed in at great length uh, on um, um, his, his uh, daily briefing. Um, Matt Staver with the Liberty Council is, uh, my understanding, uh, representing uh, Rodney Howard Brown. Uh, Jeremy Dice, who is on our program often as well, um, had uh, also weighed in as well on, uh, there's two sides, uh, whether this is a religious liberty issue or not, whether it is a health issue or not, whether it is a loving your neighbor or not issue. Um, and so, um, by the way, Jeremy Dice with First Liberty, also an advocacy group. Um, I'll just tell you where I come down, and then I want to, if we have time, I'll talk about a, a choir who decided to go ahead and meet out west. But, uh, okay, l- l- let me tell you where I'm at. It's, it's pretty clear. Number one, you know, and I've done a whole lot of reading and researching, including an uh, interesting article on how Pentecostals, uh, reacted during the 1918 Spanish flu. Well, uh, well documented. There were several um, clippings uh, of actual newspaper reports. The short, the short story is that Pentecostals, uh, when they realized it was an outbreak, they immediately ceased all their services and they stayed home. Now, why am I mentioning Pentecostals? Well, uh, Dr. Brown is uh, uh, in the Pentecostal. Um, uh, subsection, I would say, of uh, Christianity. And so uh, 
the Assemblies of God and some of those in the Pentecostal group, uh, they uh, did not meet. And then when you, uh, I, I consider, in fact, uh, this was my position before Jeremy Dice, I got to see his analysis, and then uh, nobody's more thorough on all the angles of this than uh, Dr. Albert Moeller. But uh, my thought is this, I'm under authorities. That's what I've been taught all my life. I'm under the authority of my pastor, my senior pastor. That's why I don't believe in church hopping. I believe that God works through his authorities. Uh, He worked through his authority. You had God the Father. Jesus didn't do anything except from his authority above him, and that was the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, his dad, father. And then you had the Holy Spirit who didn't speak or do anything because he was under the authority of Jesus Christ. And I believe we're under authorities. And uh, part of those authorities, look, I'm, you know, in the area of, you know, the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission. I thoroughly believe that those uh, who are in elected and appointed positions over us, they are ministers over us. And the reason why I believe that, that's exactly what the Bible says. And uh, when you look at some of the verses that has to do in the Old Testament for uh, folks that uh, were unclean, leprosy, and there certainly was social separation. There was certainly an idea that you wanted to keep somebody out of the camp so you didn't have a plague or an epidemic. And there is no doubt in my mind, I do not believe this is a religious liberty issue. What the governor of Virginia said certainly is a religious liberty issue. He spoke last week, hey, we're asking the churches not to meet, but if they don't meet, we will come and shut them down, and we will shut them down permanently. Now, that is, eh, 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 that is absolutely, you know, man the muskets, get the defense line up. That is in clear violation of the First Amendment. You're not going to shut down a church. But when everybody, every entity, everyone's except for the essential services, and Dr. Brown, I understand, is arguing that he will make the case, they'll make the case, they're an essential service. But uh, the idea with all of the telecommuting, excuse me, yeah, te- what telecommuting, not going to church, uh, uh, worship services online, and the fact that this was in order, if they were just telling churches to close down, then I think we got a real problem, Houston. But it wasn't just churches, it's everyone. And there's also no indication in the order that we're looking at here in Hillsborough County that says, okay, you can't meet forever. You're never going to have a church service again. No. Uh, the clear implication is is when we can start um, lowering uh, the restrictions for social gathering, there will be a time where all of these entities, including churches, will be deemed safe by those over us, our ministers over us, that we believe that God is working through. Uh, then we get the all clear. So, um I think that, uh, I hope that uh, Dr. Brown and his church, uh, mighty church there, I hope that uh, they will have uh, their communication online and that he continues uh, doing what uh, he believes the Lord has called him to do, and we wish him well. Coming up next, we're going to have a chance to talk with Dr. Danny Yohanan, Gospel for Asia. We'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The U.S. death toll from the coronavirus has climbed past 3,600, eclipsing China's official count. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo reported Tuesday that deaths in New York State has risen more than 300 from the day before, reaching about 1,550, mostly in New York City. That puts the U.S. ahead of China's official death toll of about 3,300. Cuomo's brother, CNN anchor Chris Cuomo, has disclosed that he has become infected with the virus. A federal appeals court is putting on hold a victory for the Texas abortion industry, which is trying to stop the state from closing clinics during the coronavirus pandemic. The order Tuesday by the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals reflects the court battle still ahead for pro-life groups and abortion groups across the U.S. during the outbreak. On Wall Street, the data by 410 points. The Nasdaq dropped 74. This is SRN News. Travel Cats travel experts announce brand new stay and play golf vacations at Sandals All-Inclusive Resorts. Play any of six prestigious courses across the Caribbean with complimentary green fees and transfers, including the Greg Norman Signature Course at Emerald Bay or Journey to Ireland and play on the Emerald Isle. Call Travel Cats to design your golf getaway. 352-277-7300. TravelCats.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. Don't you love that feeling when you just nailed your look? When someone you barely even know comes up to you and says, Oh, I love that outfit. Where did you get it? That's how it feels to use Stitch Fix. They're a personal styling service. Tell them what you love, and they send great clothes for you to try on at home. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands you love and the looks that make you feel great. Stitch Fix is convenient. Get everything delivered right to you so you can try on new styles in the comfort of your own home. Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to fit your budget. There's no subscription required, ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you started nailing your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for women, men, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com, surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. 
And we're back. This is Bill Bunkley on the Bill Bunkley Show, and it's the 5.30 hour, and you know with the new paradigm, uh, this is the time that we stop all the presses. We take a moment out from all the briefings, and uh, we have time to uh, hear from the Lord, to hear from his word, and a prayer for our community today. I'm excited because uh, we're here with one of our ministry uh, partners, and that is Gospel for Asia. And since 1979, Gospel for Asia has been serving the least of these in Asia, often in the very places where no one else is serving, so they can experience the love of God for the first time in these areas. Gospel for Asia supports national workers serving as the hands and feet of Christ in four main ways. Uh, they're sponsoring national missionaries to minister to the people's needs, sponsoring children, investing in community development, and helping families in need of care or during disasters. And, of course, some points of Asia, uh, we certainly are dealing with the same disaster that we're dealing with today. So joining us, the head of Gospel for Asia, Bishop Danny Johanan. And, uh, Bishop, it's good to have you with us this afternoon. Thank you. Good to be here. What has been your thoughts? What has been your prayers? What has the Lord been telling you specifically? Not only we have our issue here in Florida in America, uh, but, of course, uh, so many areas in Asia where uh, we do have uh, folks that are part of the least of these. Um, what are your thoughts about uh, what God's been telling you this afternoon? You know, I think it's a very unique, unprecedented time in the entire world where every single person is basically looking around and asking some very serious questions, questions about life, questions about purpose. Um, everyone is trying to figure out how to go forward. Um, in one way, uh, the life of uh, living by entertainment is kind of uh, stepped aside, and we've kind of been uh, encouraged and reduced down to um, just the basics of, um, you know, what most of the world sees as daily life um, of trying to uh, survive uh, food, water, shelter, clothing, and a lot of things that a lot of us have seen as um, absolutely necessities of our life. All of a sudden we realize they're really not necessities. Um, you know, it's, you know, for Christians, it should kind of parallel back to the message that Jesus gave to the Samaritan woman and then to the disciples after they brought food back from the village and they said, Jesus, here's food, eat. And the Samaritan woman went back to the village to tell everyone that she had found the Messiah. And Jesus mm. said, I have food to eat, which you do not know. And so the disciples were a little confused and saying, did someone bring him something to eat? And Jesus said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me to finish it. And Jesus continued in saying, you know, listen, guys, you say, you say four months and then comes the harvest. I say lift up your eyes and look, and the, the harvest fields are white for, for harvest. And, of course, he wasn't talking just about the wheat in the fields, even though that was there. He was talking about the people. He was talking about people who were desperately lost and who needed a Savior. 
And Jesus basically was telling them, guys, lift up your eyes off the food which you're so hungry for and see something that is more important, which impacts eternity. And I think what all of this has done for us is for those who know Christ, it has helped us to refocus our hearts on the the essentials and what really matters in the end, what impacts eternity. And for those who don't know Christ, um, it is a, a jolt to their life, that life is very fragile. We read in the Psalms that life is like the, the grass, the wind blows over it in the place if it remembers it no more. And so it has literally impacted all of us, shaken us to the core in a sense to see that it doesn't really matter how much money or how little money someone has, what position you have in a company or what position you don't have. We're all on the same level now. We all have kind of been reduced down to seeing that life is very short. All that matters is what is done for eternity. And if we don't find our purpose in Christ, then we're aimless. And I think all of this has been very helpful in that terms. Of course, our hearts are broken for every single person that's suffering. Those that have lost loved ones, we, we do not rejoice in those that are, that are suffering. But our prayers and our hopes and our, our plea to God goes out to them. But I think what, what is an important, important thing is that we don't do the normal thing that we usually do. We go through some incredible lesson that God has privileged us to go through. We should not allow it just to be a two-week, you know, news cycle, and then we kind of get on with normal life. I hope that after all of this, and praise God for the efforts of, of the president and vice president and so many others who are, who are working tirelessly to deal with this, I pray that after all of this is done, we would not go back to what is normal, but our hearts would be forever changed. Mm. What a very important word. If you're just joining us, you're listening to voice of Bishop Danny Yohanan, and uh, he's uh, with us today with one of our ministry pa- uh, partners, Gospel for Asia. And by the way, if you want to find out about the, the very good work that they're doing in parts of Asia, to the least of these, you can go to gfa.org. That's gfa.org on the Internet. I got to ask you because uh, I've been on most of the continents, uh, so many different uh, opportunities uh, through uh, Salem, uh, being a representative for uh, our uh, national programming. And so I've been in some pretty um, tough areas. You have a ministry that deals 24-7 in some tough areas. And because of that unique perspective and, and, and the world that God has brought to you, now that over the last few weeks you see the entire world, particular world, particularly the United States and here right here in central Florida, uh, could you ever imagine, you know, we have read about plagues, uh, we've read about leprosy, we, we, we've all read about that, and some of us have traveled to places to see that in small sections, but this, did you ever dream that you would see something this quick, this overriding, and certainly God is in the midst of this? Uh, God, uh, nothing happens without his permissive will. Talk about how you have just processed how this 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 pandemic shut down everything. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think I was born just at the time or just right after the time. I can't remember. I have to go look at my, my immunization <laughs> card where, where um, I might have got some of the last – shots where they were giving out smallpox uh, vaccines most most no one has that anymore um you know some of those viruses and things are kept in lock and key and some some vaults for you know 
for f future use if they ever have to come right. up with, uh, you know, medications and things. But um, I, I think it, 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 it's something that in our lifetime we would never have imagined. Now, my mother, uh, she, you know, she's German, and she would tell me that when she was a little girl, she would see things sweep through her village. Uh, people would get polio or scarlet fever or different things that would just wipe out people. And like her mother and her grandmother would say, don't go to that house because of that disease right now. And, and it just was, was terrifying because you literally saw kids crippled. You saw people maimed. Um, and we're, we're so used to not seeing things in front of us. And, you know, I can name a bunch of topics like, you know, modern human slavery. We don't see it in front of us. So therefore we don't think it exists. You know, I was at a, at a, a county fair the other, you know, a couple of months ago, and, you know, the Rotary Club had an iron lung on display to talk about polio. Now, most, most people listening to this don't even know what an iron lung is. It sounds, some like, mm -hmm. sounds mm -hmm. like an awesome, you know, Iron Man movie or something. But an iron lung was for those who had polio, it would keep them breathing so they could survive. And you can go to museums and see that. But the reality, even though we talk about polio it, it is eradicated in places like India and other places. It still exists. It's just the, the numbers are so small. Leprosy is the same thing. And so, you know, in our lifetime, I don't think that we would have even imagined that there was something that would sweep around the world. Usually we think of like, you know, this is America. We're in the West. We're advanced beyond this. You know, we've got great hygiene, great medical facilities. These kinds of things happen in, in parts of Africa, South America. Yes. You know, yes. We, yes. we watch, we have movies. Oh, the Ebola outbreak, those, those kinds of things, Not, nothing like this. And so, you know, for those who are older, they, they do remember certain things. For those of us who are a little younger, uh, we read them in school books, in textbooks, but we never experienced. And I think for for many, this is the very first time. And we, and most people don't know how even to react to this. You know, we don't we don't know what to do when you go to Walmart and not all the items on the shelf. Like literally, people are are freaking out all around the world. Now, in places that we serve, um, you know. I remember growing up partly on the mission field. I, you know, every year we would be on the mission field. My father's village in South Asia, um, you know, half the week there was no electricity. I mean, it was normal. There was, there was no electricity. Mm. Uh, to get water, we had to go to the, the well and pull a bucket of water up and filter it through a towel to get all the mosquito larvae out and then boil it and filter it. I mean, that was normal daily life. Mm. And so for many people around the world, um, they're used to a different lifestyle, but this this pandemic has caused everyone to stand still. Literally, I was talking to one of our leaders on the mission field, and um, you have literally millions of migrant workers who are uh, workers who do these daily labor jobs, and they are across state borders in some of these countries, and so they live for six months to a year to three years do work, send the money home to their families. And it's, it's incredible. Right now, millions of people are on the move. Like the government is trying to tell them, stay put. You know, just like our government is saying, stay put. Don't mm. go out if you can. Let things kind of pan out, and they will. But you've got millions of people on the move, and the government is trying to figure out how, how do you contain all this? What do you do with all this? where literally people are walking. They're walking 400 miles just to get back home uh, because everything is shut down, but they have no place to go. Wow. And so, 
Um, this is, you know, we're praying and watching um, to see what will happen in some of these places because literally you have the possibility of millions of people being infected uh, by, by the virus very, very quickly just because people have nowhere to go. You can't just leave them on the street to starve to death, so they're going back home. Um, at the same time, one of the dynamic challenges that we have is we have, you know, thousands and thousands of places of worship where people gather together for for worship, for the Eucharist, the sacraments, the, the uh, you know, the study of God's word. And right. uh, all, these, all these people can't gather. Like, now, I mean, at least in our country here, you know, majority of the churches, doesn't matter if you have 10 people or 15 people, you have some streaming ability. I mean, everyone and everything is streaming. I mean, there's like, Dogs that are streaming Facebook posts. I mean, all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. Uh, so every every church and every place usually has the ability to stream. Over there, you don't have that. Half the villages don't even have electricity. And so we've had to really be creative and, and talk about how do you actually go back to the first century style of church where you see in the book of Acts, it's the church in the home where they really gathered for prayer um, even as families. And you see Paul writing, of course, these you know letters to the church in your home. And so literally thousands and thousands of places you have now church in their home. They have a little family altar, and they have their liturgies and the scriptures, and they're continuing to worship God even though they can't gather together. And so this is something that has kind of been brought upon us, but we're taking it as an opportunity and a challenge to see what all God will do to help us go forward as God's people gather together. All right. We've got to take a break. I'm going to ask uh, Bishop Danny Yohanan to stay with us to pray for our community. Don't go away. More of the Bill Bunkley Show along with Bishop Danny Yohanan. We'll be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. 800-776-6094. Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher here. Things being what they are, you might have more spare time than you're used to. Keep busy by attacking that honey-do list, including having Auto Glass America replace your cracked windshield. Auto Glass America comes to 
you, keeping you safe. And with comprehensive insurance, you'll not only get a new windshield, you'll get up to $100 cash back. If you're a snowbird, it's connected to Florida Insurance, so you won't get this deal up north. I'm a customer. I love Auto Glass America. Call 813-96-GLASS, 813-96-GLASS, or autoglassamerica.com. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. It's a different kind of pandemic. I'm referring to the left's attack on free speech. The attack born on college campuses and now has spread through the media, online, and at your place of work. If you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the hard left will come to shut you down. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, starring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. Netflix won't carry it. Amazon Prime won't carry it. But now you can watch this important film from the comfort of your home. Go to nosafespaces.com. Learn how you and your family can exercise your First Amendment rights and express the principles, values, and ideas you hold dear. Go to nosafespaces.com now. That's nosafespaces.com. Sunday mornings at 11. Join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense. Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you. Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell. Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. And we are, this is our time of uh, a pause to consider what is uh, the Lord up to, not only here in our area, but today, what's happening all across the globe. And as we have heard from Bishop Danny Yohanan with Gospel for Lasia, about literally hundreds of people on the march right now because of shutdown in some very, very remote areas of the world. And um, unlike the, the briefings that we're getting right now from the White House and the information that we're getting how to keep ourselves safe, and, and now as the president is, is, is now widening 30 more days for us to, to stay home to slow the, uh, the spread, uh, we're just having a global perspective here this afternoon. And uh, Bishop Yohanan has stayed over with us. And if he has any more additional uh, comments, uh, I'd like him to share. But more importantly, um, we're ready for him to uh, uh, take us to the throne room to pray for us. And what a unique, what a unique position he is in, having grown up in uh, uh, Southeast Asia and uh, sharing some of those experiences, things that we can't even relate to. Some of us get to go in those communities and uh, bring back those stories for all of you. But uh, I'll tell you what, it just really makes you understand more about this is a global pandemic with all sorts of people, all sorts of various uh, uh, positions within the 
the social structures out there. But uh, uh, Bishop Johanna, why don't you uh, share any more thoughts and then take us to the throne? Yeah, I think I think the the main encouragement I would I would get to everyone is the worst thing we can do is react and live in fear. This is the opposite of of the very nature of God is to uh, you know somehow feel that we have to live in anxiety and fear. And once we do that, we only begin to think about ourselves. This is why people are hoarding toilet paper and food, and we're not considering the elderly and those in our communities. Uh, every single church in America should pay attention to the elderly in their church and in their Amen. communities and see what they should be doing. Everyone should be keeping tabs on their neighbors. We should be doing everything we can to be a light and a salt. Yeah, great. You can still have your social distancing. That's not a big deal. But now is the time to use social media to encourage, point people to Christ, show the world that Christians don't live in fear, anxiety. Most of us have enough food in our pantry to last us a, a whole long time. I mean, we're, we're always okay. And if we can all just not react in fear, but in faith and love and actually pay attention Amen. to our neighbors, go yes. outside, say hi to them. Said, let them know that if they need toilet paper, that you have toilet paper. If they need food, that you got food. This is our chance, and this is a chance for us to actually do what Christ has called us to do. We may never have this chance again in our lifetime to demonstrate Christ's love like this time, and we should not lose that opportunity. Mm. What a word. What a great word. Could you just pray for us uh, for a moment? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, we ask that you, oh, Father, that you would give us the grace and mercy to recognize that we can put our complete trust in you that we would yes. not live in fear, but mm. we walk by faith, trusting in what you have said in your word, trusting in the faithfulness that we have seen all these years. Please help us to take all those wonderful lessons that we've heard for all mm. these years and the many Bible studies, the many Bible verses that we've read, and help us to actually put them into practice That's so that right. we would move from our heart, from our head to our heart. Mm. We ask Heavenly Father, for your grace and mercy upon our president, vice president, the entire team that is working so tirelessly to be able to control and, and contain the, this, this virus. We pray for those who are working toward the vaccine and for treatments. We ask for your grace and mercy for those who are suffering and the medical personnel who are giving everything, including their life many times, for mm. helping and saving others. We pray that you would lead us to live with eternity in mind for those of us who know Christ, that our eyes would be fixed on you and that our decisions would be made in light of eternity, that we would not forget that there are many, many poor around the world who are suffering all the time, not just right now. And for those who don't know Christ and who are still questioning what is going on, we pray that this would bring them to a closer relationship with Christ. That's right. We ask that you would help us, strengthen us, and help us to love one another so that our love would be a great testimony to God Almighty. Yes. And we pray for this in Christ's name. Amen. Mm. Amen and amen. Boy, what wisdom in that prayer. 
Well, if you'd like to find out more about Gospel for Asia, an incredible ministry, uh, let me give you that website. You may have some time tonight uh, since you're not going anywhere. Uh, That website is gfa.org, gfa.org. Pretty easy to remember, taught about Gospel for Asia. And I want to give my heartfelt thanks for Bishop Danny Johanan to be with us. Of course, Gospel for Asia is one of our ministry uh, partners. And thank you so much for leading us this afternoon. And also, thank you so much for your ministry there in Asia. And um, to God be the glory. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much. My privilege. God bless. Well, we've uh, run out of time. Going to be wrapping up the Bill Bunkley Show. The press conference is uh, in full swing. I don't even have time to give you some of the highlights. But we're going to wrap up today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be back tomorrow at 3. I'm here for you. We're here for you. Three hours of encouragement and keeping you informed. That's the Bill Bunkley Show. Until then, have a great evening. We love you. God bless and good night. 